Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Watson taking a deep shot, looking for Fuller. What a catch! The pressure of J.J. Watt. But I'm trying, Ringo. I'm trying real hard to be the shepherd. Deshaun Watson does it himself. You're going to want to be comfortable today. Watch the show. Night of the fight, you may feel a slight sting. That's pride fucking with you. Fuck pride. For the win in overtime to advance the Texans. Got it. Oh, welcome in a town. What's happening, Houston? You know what it is. You know what it do. You know what this is. This is the Believe in Texan podcast with me, your man, Henry Thomas, and my man, Fred Davis. Freddie D. What's going on, Henry Thomas? Glad to see you, my man. Uh, As you like to say, your phrase, and I've always wondered where you got this from. Right side of the dirt. Yes, I am. That's right side of the dirt. Where did you get that phrase from? Uh, I think I dug that one up myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's all mine, baby. That is a Henry Thomas exclusive. I kind of got it. You know, you, you put it together because my pops had, had a catchphrase. See, that's kind of what I was – I figured – I can only imagine what Henry Sr. He always His was always the same. Hey, Mr. Thomas, how you doing? Good as the Lord let me. <laughs> that was Mr. Thomas – he pulled that like a revolver, baby. Good as the Lord let me. Good as the Lord let me. What a line there. Welcome into the program, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Believe in Texans podcast. I am your host, Fred Davis, alongside the one, the only. All this gentleman did was spend 14 years starting in the National Football League. Two-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro, 93. And a half. Career sacks, the most ever by a nose tackle in the history of the National Football League. A Bayou Bengal, an Eisenhower Eagle. Swoop, swoop. And the pride of the fo-fo. And did I mention he had over a 1,000 career tackles? Yes, yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. A 1,000 career tackles from the nose tackle position. And uh, if you don't believe me, go check out the stats over at – you can go to NFL.com. You can go to Pro Football Reference. It doesn't matter. The numbers are all the same. And as we like to say over here, Henry Thomas, do we think the numbers don't lie? They don't lie. They don't, do they? No, they don't. They don't. They can They can be misleading. Can be misleading. Not in your case. No. Not in your case. But they don't lie. But they don't lie. Ain't that right, Mr. <laughs> Trump? <laughs> can I get a recount, please? I'm just saying. Dear God, how many more recounts do we need, I don't man? Know. Every time they recount, it seems like he slips <laughs> down a little bit. He loses four <laughs> votes every time. Just stop already, man. Yes, pass it on. Good night. We're exhausted with this nonsense. Uh, we're, we're exhausted with a lot of things here. You know what we're not exhausted about, though? What's that? You know what we're not exhausted about? Never. That 24-7 
casino, baby. You better believe it. You hey, better believe it. BetOnline.ag is the official sponsor of the folks over at the Believe Podcast Network, and uh, we're big fans of it. I set up my account today. Yeah. I set up my account today. Get a little enrollment bonus for first-timers out there, so make sure you go ahead and jump on it. Jump on it. Uh, as, you, as we already mentioned, the 24-7 casino, which we're big fans of over here uh, on the Believe in Texans podcast and over at the HD show as well with our boy Better Mike. So uh, we love the 24-7 Casino. What is your uh, what, what's your game? What, what do you what do you like to uh, what do you like to dabble in? I got a few games, but I, you know, give what? me your top two. Give me your top two for the folks at home that are that are they want to dabble, but they're they're you know maybe they've been to the real casino, but they're kind of like Henry Thomas. Fred, we know doesn't gamble for shit, and we we we've heard his picks on uh, on the HD show, so we're <laughs> staying away from anything gambling related that Fred has to say. But we know Henry Thomas knows a thing or two. He likes the ponies. He's no stranger to the casino. Well, if I'm betting online, my favorite game, yeah, roulette, got to right. It's fun. I mean, is it? I and, what mean, you, and what do you bet on? Uh, always bet on black. <laughs> <laughs> Who told us that, uh, Wesley? Wesley, we don't take tax advice from him. Fred, don't, <laughs> don't. You shouldn't. <laughs> hey, I, I was watching them Wesley Snipes movies. <laughs> he said. Uh, uh, is that why those two IRS letters came in the mail today? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah. Not one, but two. Two. They want to make sure you get it. <laughs> when they come with a little green sticker on them, it's your ass, son. It's your ass. That means they'll be knocking on the door shortly. <laughs> we know you got the registered ones, the certified letters. They'll be at the door. Hey, I'm only speaking from experience. Because I threw them first eight away. <laughs> they said, no, 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 no. Listen, we know the Postal Service can miss a few. Yeah. But said, eight? I said, I thought, it, no, I didn't get that one. No, no. Is this your signature? <laughs> oh, I thought it was a package. Damn it, they got me. <laughs> thought I was getting a gift from somebody. It was the other other Henry Thomas that signed for that. Uh, but no, betonline.ag. Check it out today. Uh, the NFL action. Listen, we are well over halfway into this season. Uh, getting ready to start week 12 on Thursday. Week 11 was absolutely fantastic. Damn good week of football. Absolutely. Uh, we'll break a little bit. We'll break a little bit of that down. Not much. If you want a full breakdown on week 11, uh, go over to the HD show uh, over there with uh, myself, Henry Thomas, and our boy, Bitter Mike. But uh, obviously, we're going to be talking all things Texans. And again, it was, a, it was a very successful week 11. But again, go over to betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. They are the official sports book of the Believe Podcast Network. If you want to go to the online sports book pros, Henry Thomas, there's nobody else better than betonline.ag. Speaking of nobody better than, I'll tell you what, there was nobody better than Deshaun Watson on the football field on Sunday, Henry. Uh, He was a man among boys, and I'm going to say something right now. I'm going to say something right now, and this is, listen, anybody that listens to our show, the Believe in Texans podcast, okay, the one thing you can take away from this program is we are not homers. All right, we no. are not dying the wool Texans fans. I mean, you are a you are as Houston as it gets. Yep. All right, I've been in Houston now for eight, going on nine years. I like the Texans. All right, I don't love the Texans, but I think what helps with that is the fact that w- because I don't love them, I'm not emotionally blinded. Well, that's the thing about it. I by am the a, Texans, I am a Texans fan, but uh, 
But you, but but if you know, you know. I hey, I, I'm gonna tell you the truth. Well, not exactly. Not to mention, you played 14 years. I, started. I did it 14. Years. Started. Yes. Started. Let's not let's not mistake. Started that. 14 years. That's you know? it. Missed I, seven games. Yeah, from day one. You know, day uno. Okay, day seven. <laughs> I became a starter. You know, but who's count? <laughs> who's count? Who's counting? I'm going to say something that, uh, and this is not hyperbole, and the reason why I prefaced, uh, you know, where we stand on the whole Texans thing, because, again, we do, we do like our Houston Texans. He's not going to win it, and I don't know that he'll get any national attention for it, but Deshaun Watson should be in the MVP conversation. Oh, without a doubt. Hands down. I mean, if you're saying what an MVP is. Exactly. What he's doing with such little talent around him. Yes. Come on, man. Come on. He's got the second worst running game in the National Football League. Wow. Okay. Second worst. Second worst. All right. And he threw for what? 360 last week? 346? Uh, he threw four. I'm glad you asked that, Henry Thomas. He threw for 344 yards. Ooh, okay. He threw for 344 yards last week. Uh, an absolute dynamo performance because I'll tell you what, uh, it was a seesaw-type battle. I mean, they jumped ahead there towards the end, uh, but New England did make a game of it, and, of course, the defense came up strong there. And, and, and you know, much was made of Anthony Weaver, and we'll get to him in just a second. We'll get, we'll get to the defense here in just a little bit, but uh, – no, Deshaun Watson, and, and listen, we get it. He is having a quote-unquote, and, and everybody's beating that, you know, he's having a career year. We get it. You know, and it, it, I guess my thing is when we keep talking about him having a career year, I, I think you, the, the reason why it gets emphasized so much is simply because, they're having, because the team is having such a shitty season, right? And so in, in a season full of, of, of disappointment and all the turmoil that's gone on with losing the head coach, and your GM, losing. and then of course, well, losing, jettisoning, <laughs> <laughs> booting. It's like, hey, uh, sit in this seat and push that red button. <laughs> bye bye, <laughs> laters. <laughs> you know, and then of course, since then, I mean, everybody's turned their 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 hatred towards uh, Easterby. Yeah. All right, and that dude, I, I tell you what, I don't know if he can get a seat in a, in a Houston restaurant right now, especially with that bald cue ball head he's got going on there. Uh, that dude can't buy a break. Hey, he's going to be fine. He's great with people. He talks well. He's a communicator. I want to know how he got that. I mean, and I get it. He, we know how he's got the job. I mean, he started out as a chaplain, all right, with the Chiefs, no less. Yeah. Uh, he started out with a ch- as a chaplain with the Chiefs. Talk about it's not what you know, it's who you know. Well, I, I, you know what? That's a lot to do with, you know, his faith might have got him through. <laughs> well, you know what it was? You know what it was? Um, and and, and uh, shout out to our girl Sarah Barshop from ESPN.com uh, who, who wrote an article about uh, Easterby. Essentially, when the Chiefs were going through all their drama uh, a decade or so ago. Right. All right. And we had our boy Javon Belcher, you know, off himself in the parking lot. You want to talk about, tell you what, that's when you know you're having a rough year. Oh, when a player kills himself in the parking lot? When a player kills his pregnant girlfriend or, or baby mama and then offs himself in the parking lot afterwards. Okay, I don't care what you got going on the field. That trumps everything. Everything. Okay. Everything. Everybody needs the, counseling there, in. There's not a – there's not the, – the depth the, – the DeAndre Hopkins trade and the bitterness of that pales in comparison to suicide by teammate. All uh-huh. right? You know what I'm saying? So, that being said, it was a rough year. Pioli's there, and he's thinking to himself, okay, 
he noticed that in the post game or you know that the, there, there really wasn't any kind of uh prayer groups right on the team and i guess ryan suckup who's now with the um i think he's with the titans if i'm not mistaken what is his name ryan suckup the oh, he kicker he's gonna be in the league a long time Name like that. They asked, and apparently he was in the he was in that group in the faith group. And Pioli asked him. He said, "Hey, why are we not getting more you know a, more people going to this thing?" And he said, "Well, we don't have a chap. We don't have a team chaplain." He said, "Well, do you know of anybody?" And he knew Easterby from when they were at South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Threw his name out there. They bring Easterby out. <whistles> Rest is history. <clears throat> Here we go. Eight years later, nine years, however long it's been. Now he's interim GM. And Cal McNair, who we'll get to him in just a second as well, Cal McNair said this past week, listen, Easterby ain't going to be, the, ain't gonna be the, the, the GM. Right. Okay. And he goes, and, and really in fairness, he said that prior to naming him interim GM, that he was only going to have that role in the interim because of his role you know, next to B.O.B., and that he would go back to his football operations role when they hired a GM. Okay. And he did say that. Okay, good. Right, but you know how the media is. You get locked in on somebody, and it's all – Oh, that's that's the media. You're done. Yeah. Okay, you're done. And, and in fairness to Eastry, he hasn't come out and said anything. Probably sticking to his faith. Yeah. Just a hunch. That's it, you know. <laughs> Just a hunch. Put it in God's hands. That's all you can do. Yeah. That's all you can do. I'm worrying about it. And allegedly, he's making around three scrillion dollars a year. So you know, if I got oh, three million coming to me, oh, you, <laughs> I ain't worried about got, a damn thing. You got anything to say? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? What? Sorry, uh, I, I had my accountant on the phone. I'm yes. sorry. What was that? What was that? I beg your pardon. Okay. Anyway, T bill. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What was that? What was the question? Sorry, I was I was in I was in River Oaks traffic. I'm, yeah. I, I didn't hear that strike. I'm sorry. Come again. Um, so. Cal McNair's come out and said, listen, we're going to have a head coach next year. We're going to have a GM next year. Yes. All right. And Easterby's going to go back to doing what Easterby does, which is, you know, everybody's favorite guy. He, he rallies the troops. I need that job. I need that job. I may not. I think my problem, though, is I don't have the seminary background. Okay. I mean, that's where you want to start. <laughs> if that's where you want to start, okay, I mean, cool, cool, cool. I, I, listen, you don't, you don't think I could be a team motivator? Like guys wouldn't have faith in me helping them out? Absolutely, they would. Absolutely, they would. I'm a people guy. You know that. You are a people guy. I'm a people guy. You're a talker. You can get to people. You can speak with them. But I'm that guy that you can come to when you don't want to maybe talk to the coach about it. Friend, man, I got man, I got some things, and you know, I need some help with something. And you know, you know, I got you. <laughs> yeah, now you that guy. You you definitely. Uh, what's that show you like on uh, HBO? Uh, what, Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan. That's that's your role right there. You right. Hey man, look what happened. I can't listen. Don't tell me what happened. This show what it. Let me fix it for you. <laughs> you can be a Ray Donovan. I see that. That's in it. You. That's, that's it. it. And every team needs one. That's it. Every, <laughs> every team should team, have one. Every team needs a Ray Donovan. Yeah. There you go, although that show fell off a cliff after the fourth season. But nonetheless, the most encouraging thing, though, was that Cal McNair said that he uh, went to, had dinner with, with uh, our boy Deshaun mm-hmm. and you know, consulted with him as to kind of what he sees as the direction. And I, I think, I mean, A, that's a no-brainer. You have to do that. And I'm going to say this. In addition to 
Deshaun Watson should be in the MVP conversation. And as far as I'm concerned, I, I think he's a top three candidate right now. Okay. Okay. I think uh, Russell Wilson, yes, although he's kind of, you know, uh, although he did have a great bounce back game against Arizona last week. I think it's it's Mahomes is your one A. Yeah. Okay. And I don't and there's and that's not even close. I think you put Russell in there, and then you put Deshaun. Because Deshaun Watson right now, in addition to what he's doing throwing the ball, right. he's got no running game to speak of. His offensive line has been uh, uh, sporadic at best. You know, the defensive line is, is, is J.J. and the Pips. Okay. All right. And it's been, a, it's been a clusterfuck behind the scenes. And all this guy, and I get it. People are going to say, well, he's th- you know, the team's three and seven. You can't have an MVP on a crappy team. Yes, you can. A, you absolutely can, and B, what would this t- how this team would be historically bad right now? Oh, if it wasn't for number four, if it wasn't for number four, we'd be the Jets. I'd argue you'd be worse than the Jets. You may be right because the that. Jets at least got a defense. Yeah, they 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 they'll show up. The Jets have a defense they'll now. Cover granted, the they, spread. <laughs> I was going to say they'll cover the spread. Thank you last <laughs> week. You know, and and you've got a Sam Darnold, even though he's been ruined by by Adam Gase. Um, but at least they've got some play. They've got some guys on defense. All right, um, and and so there's a little bit there. And I would argue that they've probably got a little more youth uh, on the offensive side of the ball than than what the Texans do. Okay. All right. So I would say, and, and oh by the way, the Jets also have their pick uh, for next year. Yeah. They they've got- they've compiled some picks, and so if the Jets get the number one pick, which is what they're aiming towards right now, they're going to get to keep it. Yeah. We don't have to give it away. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, if Trevor Lawrence is sitting there at number one, guess what? They get to pick him. Yeah, if we want Trevor, we'll take Trevor. <laughs> if we want if we Trevor. Want to trade for two more picks, we can do that. We can do that, too. All right? Guess what the Texans are going to be doing? Watching. Watching. Wish oh, wait. When, the, when that second-round pick comes around, guess what they're going to be doing? Watching. Yeah. Yeah. Just wishing that was a man. That could have been us. <laughs> that could have been. What do we finish? We, we got the seventh pick? Oh, man. Now, Look at that. Miami's if, getting strong, and we're, we're and we're gonna and, and and I'm curious to get your thoughts on this, and we may not have enough time to do it in today's show, um, and maybe this may be more of an HD show conversation, but um, I'm I'm gonna say this now and again, I'm slightly more encouraged moving forward with what I've heard out of Cal McNair. I, I think. Go ahead. I think Cal is finding his way. Thank you. That you took the word. That's exactly what I was going to say. Because what is this? A year and a half now of him being totally in charge. No, no, no. Years? This is year two. No, this is year three. At first year, because it was 2018. I want to say was the first year that was he was really in charge. After his dad passed. After his dad died. Yeah. And you got to admit okay, he right. and you probably figured that last year his dad was around. He was probably in charge more so too than we realized. But because I mean, obviously, old man was was. You know, sickly and, and still I not long for this world. But I think he, I think he's finding him his way, and I, I I think what we're doing now because everybody expected so much right now, but it's like we talked about before. You know, it's gonna be some changes. It ain't gonna be like that, and he, he's finding his way. I mean, look in uh, Las Vegas. Yeah. He, I mean, he took doing, him a while. Took him a while, and he's still working on it. But to his credit, he brought people in to help him find his way. I mean, he got Gruden in there. He got Gruden. Well, he paid him a boatload of money to do it, right? Which Cal McNair's not going to have to do that. No, Cal McNair's not going to have to mortgage the farm to bring in. Plus, Cal McNair's got long cheddar anyway. 
Yeah, he's got several forms. You know. Who we'll mark, we'll mark that one over there? You want that one? Can't have none of I these. Got that, I got that one in North Carolina <laughs> if you want it. I, I got that uh, shrimp one in Arizona. He can get that one. We harvest shrimp there, that one in Arizona. <laughs> wink, wink. I still got some of that Enron money, too. Just, in, right. just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Mom's your word on that. Yeah, no. no, but I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And you took the words right out of my mouth. Yes, they he, he you get the sense he let BOB do his thing. I don't know that we gave him enough credit though for making the move on BOB. Because we all said, well that's what he had to do. That's what he had. Well no, he didn't have to do that. Right. You know, he didn't have to let him play that. You know, he could have done uh you know, could have let him stay 3, 4, 5, 5 more games or or let him finish out the season. Who knows? Right. You know, but he did pull because let's call it what it is. Do you think his dad would have pulled the plug after four? I mean, we thought it was tremendous after he pulled the plug after what week ten or twelve on Coobs uh, back in the day. And that was after what seven eight seasons. Well, going back to dad, dad wouldn't have let him trade away the number one receiver. Well, he did. You know, no, he did. He did screw the pooch on that. But and it's it's like we said, finding your way, That's it. realizing okay, that was that feels like. An emotional move. I need more professional stuff going on. Yeah. And as it goes on, even before now, we've always said Bill B has a you know a list. This guy's good. I'm gonna keep this guy no matter what they do. Mm-hmm. And it it it's him learning the way. Okay, I don't need that. I don't need emotional. If you're not getting along, figure it out. Yeah. Because it's like you know you trade away your top guy for what. Did you get something for him? No. Not well, you got something for him, but not enough. Yeah. Not I mean, what you not what you should have gotten. I mean, if they give you doo doo and you you got it, is that still getting something for him? No. It's no. It's, it's not. No. It wasn't worth what you gave up. And there's no way in the future of making it look like it will be. I mean, you the very least, that away. the very least, too. You know, and I, I get it. The money situation was was a factor. It was a huge factor. But at the very at the at, at the same time. You say, listen. You sign the contract. You're gonna play it out, and we'll play it by ear. How this thing's gonna how this thing's gonna work out? Yeah, we'll we'll get into the season. We'll we'll try to work something out. Exactly. And if he's not there, also, there's no way in hell Tunsil comes out as the highest paid offensive lineman in the league. Oh, you talking about uh, Daddy McNair? Yeah. Yeah. No. You know, there's no, no way that happens. But. Kyle is is fine. What do you think Kyle was thinking when all this shit was going down? Not much. He's he's in there enjoying the position that you got because you just got it. It's it's something heaped upon you. But he's been in year two, and he's been around football. I mean, listen, say what you want. If average football Joe Schmuckatelli knows, wow, that Tunsil deal was a little lopsided. Wow, we gave up a lot to get nothing in no. in, in DeAndre Hopkins. Don't you think Kyle's sitting there going, wait a minute, what? Yeah, but you still coming in has that. You say grew up around it. It's it's being a fan, not really having to be a part of it, seeing what happens, but not having the the actual responsibility of the consequences. No, but and 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 that's it, right? And maybe yeah. he's been in, and and maybe I think that I think that's exactly right because then after watching DeAndre's move. 
after seeing Tunsil, after seeing the start this team got off to, you know, you hate to think that it took that much for him <laughs> but to finally wake up and see, oh, wow. It's not that it took so much. It He realized that the responsibility of the consequences landed on him. Okay. You know, even though Bill B was doing it, and people said, oh, but, you know, Bill B, it was, it was O'Brien, it was O'Brien, it still landed on Kyle has the guy in charge of it. You're actually in charge of all this. And that those consequences fell on him and fell on him hard, and he saw it early in the season. So now – Well, he saw it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he saw it on the field. He saw it on the field and then started feeling – where the badness was, how it wasn't, and he's like, what do I do to write this? Yeah. You know, a lot of times you got to cut that dead skin out, that bad part out, and heal it and try to get get over it and, and get moving. B.O.B. was basically the ugly skin tag of the Houston Texans, and Cal let it sit there for too long and yeah. finally said, let's freeze this bitch off because yeah, enough is enough. It, like when it was a tiny skin tag when you could tie some. No, yeah, tie some string around it. Yeah, Absolutely. tie a little dental floss around and cut it off and let it drop, but you let it grow. And then, yeah. And every time you met somebody, they looked at that first. Oh, hey, what's up? Hey, yeah. you know what? I'm going to catch you on the flip side, okay? Yeah. I didn't see that on your online profile. Um, well, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, rem- I'm cautiously optimistic with Cal moving forward, all right? And, again, he's saying all the right things. I, and, like you said, the weight of the decisions and those consequences are now square on his shoulders. And that, exactly. And, and, and uh, what's that old saying? Heavy is the head that wears the crown? Absolutely. All right, and he's feeling it. That's it. You wonder if Mama said something to him, too. She probably said something. I think my, but I, in a Mama way. Well, that's what I'm saying. In a Mama way, you know. Man, your daddy wouldn't let that shit go yeah. down like that. Uh. <laughs> daddy wouldn't have traded DeAndre, just saying. Yeah. Because let me tell you something. When when he made that ill advised you know uh, uh, inmates in the prison remark, which pissed a lot of people off, and I want to say right after that he took a bunch of cats down to uh, South Carolina. Yeah, right after that to kind of you know try to make amends. And it might I don't know if that happened before. It might have been before, but I, yeah. I just I remember there being that ESPN special where he took like seven or eight brothers that were from that area because he's from South Carolina right. and had taken them all down there. All right, I think, and, and and so I think he had a. I mean, again, I get it. You know, he had obviously he had a falling out with with uh, Dwayne Brown uh, over their you know political uh, ideologies. Right. Yes, you know, which again, I don't think, I don't think Bob McNair was unique in that sense. All yeah. right, I'm sure he's not the first. Let me ask you this: When you played, did you did you ever have? Uh, were you aware of of your owners? First of all, how many times did the owner come down and interact with you guys? I mean, how how prevalent were they? Back Detroit, a lot. It was the Fords, right? The Fords, okay. A lot. Got to see them, spoke with them, talked to them. You know, got ideas about things from them, from Daddy Ford. I mean, which to me was it's iconic because it's a it's the name Ford. It's a family that's done something for generation yeah. after generation. So I was always impressed with it. Yeah. When I went to New England, but you're not really a Ford guy, though, are you? I'm a Dodge guy. Okay. I mean, I'm driving the Ford right now. <laughs> But that's because it's just what was up on the lot. But, but, uh, but I, you know, it it was still iconic. It was part of America. It's uh, you know, the Ford. Wait, were the, Ford. Now, where were they? How were they related to Henry? They're closely related. I mean, it's 
It's like right. grandson or son or something like that. I didn't go on all that. I just knew they, they still said Ford, so some male was still dropping seed and let, keeping the let name. Let me get going. a Taurus. Let yeah. me get a Taurus SHO. Yeah. I mean, I got a I got one of the first expeditions ever made. Oh, did you? Oh, did I? Really? And got friends and family rate. Oh, did you? Oh, did I? Because I I worked for the Fords. I still work for it, and they technically that's correct. You and, were technically a Ford employee, and they honored it just like just the same way. Really? Yes, sir. So you just went to the Ford dealership and got you an expedition. Oh, he told me where to go. I told him I think about that new. Expedition. Oh, Mister Ford told you where to go. He said, "Yeah, go to there's a Ford place right over off of such and such and such. Go over there, friends and family. Let them know who you are, and if they got any problems." Call right, me. Just let me know. And, you know, that was it. How dope is that when the Ford family tells you, hey, go to this dealership here, and if they, and if they say anything, yeah. let, me, let me know. Let me know. I'll send you to the plant. Because <laughs> that's just down in Ann Arbor. You can just drive down there and pick you up something. Pick out what you pick want. Pick it up off the lot. <laughs> yeah. You can T- put the tires on if you want. Make sure they tighten them. <laughs> Screw that in again. That's it. That's the one. That's the one right there. But and then when I went to New England, uh, Mr. Kraft was always there. You know, from my days working with Ted, the one yeah. thing he used to say was Kraft was a lot more involved in football decisions than people realize. Absolutely, like he was a every football decision, damn near every football decision, you'd see him in the room. Oh yeah, helping make you know. Given his intake or input, and it wasn't like it was just you know some owner just because he could be there. Yeah. No, no, he was he was in, he was informed and made educated decisions. And he was at you know almost every practice, really, almost you know all the meetings. You know, like you come in in the morning, have that first meeting, come out, you gonna see him. He gonna be strolling around there. How you doing? What's going on? Yeah. How's the family? How's Yvonne? Girls all right? You know, I mean, he knew. Yeah, and he stayed in there. And when you're on the field, and he he spoke with you about well, when you went inside on that, what made you, you know, how you know he would just ask just to learn football yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as a young man, you know, I'm 30. I wasn't uh, like a great. Well, you you were a veteran in the league, right? But you um, were still. I mean, but let's call it what it is. Yeah, you're still a young guy. Still a young man. I thought. You know, uh, I told him why and all that, but in the back of my mind, I was like, hey, "You gonna play nose tackle? You gonna come in there and rush your passes with me?" But you still told him because that's your boss. Yeah, and he wants to know. You told, but he sat down and and he talked with guys, and he wanted to know how you felt, what yeah. make you think this, or you know, tried to get it out of you to see where you were so he can adjust and get the team to where it was. I mean, it was a great organization. Now, Minnesota was a different story. Because y'all had a bunch of owners there, didn't oh, you? Oh, my God. We had like 12. And, you know, and I'm mean mugging somebody. I don't know, what the hell is this dude doing on the field? Who the, why is this guy right here? And they're like, Hank. One of the owners. What? <laughs> One of the owners. Oh, maybe I ought to move. Let me slide over here then because he all up in my mix. I don't know why he over here. Then I'm over there and it's like, is this on the two? Yep. <laughs> 12 owners? I mean, I, I mean, how did the NFL even let that happen? I don't know. I have no idea. Mike Lynn was the general manager and he was a snake. <laughs> <laughs> Speaketh with forked tongue. That dude. I mean, he, he, 
Wasn't he, he the went, dude that kind of like, didn't he try to bamboozle you with your agent? Let's start with this. He's the guy who did the Hershey Walker deal, enough said. Mm. Give up, you know. The, I mean, when the Cowboys start winning, that was all Minnesota's team. Oh, that was. Yeah, all, every one of them. Except for Henry Thomas. Oh, yeah, they, didn't want, they, they wanted him. That way, you know what? <laughs> he did have the foresight. <laughs> yeah, not that dude. <laughs> you could have everybody except for 56 and 97. Yeah, Those we, two are off limits, but you want the rest of the team? Yeah, Take them. You got you kicking them gone. <laughs> Let them go with you. But it was, That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all need to be said about Mike Lynn. I mean, he thought we needed one more piece, and we'll we get it. Talk about cutting your nose to spite your face. <laughs> We're one piece away. But let me mortgage half really? the team to get there. Yeah. I don't know, even know if it was that simple. It was more like cutting your balls in spite your penis. Yeah. <laughs> that's deep that's, right there. Right. I've never even heard that analogy, but that just that makes me hurt. And I've already got two kids and don't want any more. There you go. Um, well, it's going to be um, – <clears throat> so, Cal, listen, this team's 3-7 and seven right now. You know, listen, there's, we thought it was insane two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whenever Some it was. Some people did. I, I, I thought it was plausible. What, that they would make a run for the playoffs? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to play the tape. You thought it was crazy, too. I thought you're, it was no, crazy. No, you're buying into it now because they beat the Patriots and, and Deshaun looks like it's Deshaun. The Patriots. Give me a break. This is not hey, like this they, team was. Hey, this team was one game away from being 500 again and, and all of a sudden being back in the mix of the playoffs themselves. Really? The Patriots? Come on, man. Oh, it now, was the oh, Patriots. Now we're going to talk about the Patriots like they're the Jets or something. No, not you, like they're the Jets. Let's play the tape. You and I both. You and I. We don't have to run the tape back. We all thought the Patriots were going to beat the Texans this week. No. Oh, yeah, we did. No, we, right. did. we did. I think, no, I think what it is was this. I think you and I were both surprised that the Patriots looked as bad as they did on both sides of the ball. Listen, I didn't think they were going to beat the Patriots. But when Cal said – Adding another playoff team, maybe make a run. I thought it's possible because we're in the South. I even said it. This is the AFC you, South. You did say that, but let's call it. Let's call it what it then, is though with the AFC you, South. Then you guys all made the point to say, "What about Indy? Oh yeah, I forgot about yeah. Well, hey, what about Tennessee? Yeah. Who? Oh, by Tennessee. the way, just ran rough shot over the Baltimore Ravens, and and a statement win by. I, I wasn't worried about the, t- the Tennessee because they barely beat the t- Texans, so. They barely did, and that was a game that actually the, te- uh, the Texans should have won. That when, I, I picked mean, we, them we, to win. Yeah. No, you did. You actually were uh, the lone wolf on that, and we saw how that worked out. But, but, you know, real quick, jumping to the AFC South, Jacksonville, they're back to be in Jacksonville again. We all know that. Um, Indy, Indianapolis and Tennessee had two very impressive comeback wins this past Sunday. Yes, All right. Sir. I don't I'm not sold on the Colts as a Super Bowl contender because as long as the baby makers back there, I mean, yes, he's playing good football right now. Right. But it's just if you get pressure on him, that's a wrap. And that's not and I'm and again, I'm not saying anything profound there, but I just feel like that dude's just one hit away from from you know, being done for the year. Well, I mean, he can't take a hit. Let's not. I mean, you don't listen. You don't last seventeen, eighteen years, whatever. I mean, and, and listen, we get it. He's a gunslinger, and that right. dude's been around. And you know, you you can go. You will go down with the ship 
with Philip Rivers. Right. All right. You. I mean, that, you can't. One thing I'll say about Philip Rivers is you don't ever question his heart. You don't ever question his ability as far as that dude's going to give you everything he has when he's out on that football field. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Good or bad. Good or bad. He's going to give it to you. I mean, you know, we talk about who's, you know, modern day uh, uh, Brett Favre. I would argue Philip Rivers is probably the closest thing we have to a Brett Favre. Oh, absolutely. But even, even more so, he's not – the thing about it is he's not the guy you're going to bench when he's going bad. No, because he can turn it around in a drive. Exactly. He, for, I mean, because the one thing about a guy like a Phillip Rivers, that dude's got the shortest memory around. Huh? Which you have to have. I think the only guy that's got a shorter memory than him might be Jameis Winston. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only yeah. guy that might have a shorter memory than him would be Jameis Winston. Um, but I just there's something about that Indianapolis team. You saw them shoot themselves in the foot time after time after time. I mean, that game should have never went to overtime. Yeah, but they... You know what? They, they bandaged it, it up. They bandaged it up, wrapped it up, kept kept it moving. They did. Let me ask you this: If you had to choose between, uh, if you had one game to win, and you had to choose between Philip Rivers and, and Tannehill, who you gonna, who you gonna rock with? Rivers. 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 Okay. Not Tannehill. I mean, no. Uh. Uh-uh. Nope. Give you give you number seventeen all day every day. All day every day. And him all, and all the babies. I'll, I'll I'll sit up and stand babysit him. Yeah, get a give him a little candy here. Take some of this. Yeah, y'all, when your daddy do something good, we're going to all cheer, right? We're all going to say, baby maker. <laughs> I will. What, what, the only reason I'll give Indy a slight, uh, a slight advantage over Tennessee, though, is I do like Indianapolis's. Uh, Tennessee's got better playmakers, right? Yeah. I think we all agree with that. I think, I, think, I mean, come on, A.J. Brown, right. that, that touchdown he had to tie the game was it's crazy. Uh, that, that was, that it looked, uh, uh, he's a, if Tyreek Hill was 6'4", <laughs> That's what it would be. Okay. Yeah. Seriously, because those two dudes look like they could be twin brothers. Um, but, I mean, when's the last time you saw a wide receiver? Not so much. I mean, yes, he's, he's, he's good size height-wise. But, I mean, I mean he, he's, he's just thick. I mean, he's just a big dude. And should get more targets. He should be getting 10 targets a game. Oh, easily. Easily. Uh, real quick, let me see how big A.J. Brown is. because I'm, 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 uh, And here's the other thing, too. Well, here's the thing. How did Ole Miss not win more games when you had A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf? Who was throwing the ball? Man, was it that dumbass? Uh, pretty pretty sure it was. Was that Kelly's nephew? Something Chad? like that. <laughs> Something like that. That dude. Yeah. He started on it. No, no, not Chad Kelly. Because Chad Kelly's been Chad Kelly's been in the league, was in the league for a couple of years before he uh, okay. broke into somebody's house and I think he got beat up with a vacuum cleaner or something like that. I don't know. He was <laughs> fucked up. That dude's, a, that dude's a hot mess. He had to be. Tennessee, and we've talked about this before on the on the HD show, Tennessee's problem is I just th- I think they're too unoriginal on offense. Yeah. I think they're too unoriginal on offense. I think that's ultimately their, their, uh, their Achilles heel, although they did start to liven things up there towards the end of the game. Got Corey Davis involved. Got A.J. Brown involved. And then when you do those two things, guess what? It opens up for, for Derrick Henry, who is going to wear a defense out as the game wears oh, without on. Without a doubt. Without okay. a doubt. But I think um, with the ability and of uh, Indianapolis to score points yeah. and – the consistency of the defense that they have, I think I'm taking them over to Tennessee any day, or a day, this day, anyways. I think I feel like their defenses are kind of a wash. 
I know Matt. I know Matt Eberflew. Everybody was 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 jocking him last year. Um, How'd that go? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, granted, too though. The, well, at the same time, too though, their quarterback position. Uh, I mean, how they had to start Brian Hoyer for a game or two last year, so that didn't help either. Uh, when Jacoby Brissett got hurt, but uh, this AFC South. I mean, again, you've got a two-headed monster at top, and then you've got a Texans team lurking there in third place. That Henry, I would not be opposed to them making a run or, or predicting they can make a run when you look at what they've got going the rest of their schedule. Because right. it, it does, you know, lighten things up a little bit. I want to say they got the Bengals coming up uh, here in a few weeks. Um, let's see here real quick. You've got – I'll tell you here in just a second. Uh, here's the Texans' remaining schedule. At the Lions, you and I both think that's a win. Yes. Correct? <clears throat> Absolutely. Here's where, and this is, and this is where we can all say, uh, if he proves himself correct, we can all say Henry Thomas was right. You've still got three games left of your remaining after this after this Lions game. You've got one, two, three, four. You've got five games left, mm-hmm. three of which are division matchups: two against the Colts, one against the Titans, and the, and and two of those are at home. And then you got a game at Chicago, and then Cincinnati at home. Cincinnati at home, you should win. Yeah. All right. At Chicago, that team is in free fall mode. Yes. All right. Especially now. I mean, listen, Nick Foles, Mitch Trubisky, uh, skinniest kid at fat camp yeah. argument at this point. Okay. Um, uh, th- that I- I'm going to go back to what I said before, and we talked about this a little bit last week. The real MVP of that Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl team yeah. was Frank Reich. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Doug Peterson is – hey, it's been real, Doug. Yeah. But Carson Wentz has fallen off a cliff. Carson Wentz looks like he's getting worse. Ever. I mean, Carson, it may be a situation in, in Philly where may, he may have to either – it's either going to have to be a new coach, a new offensive coordinator, or a new a, a new a change of scenery for team. him uh, yeah, he to has, get him back look, to where he was. He's like that guy walking down the street and doesn't know that manhole cover's not there. Just dropped in a hole. Gone. Man. Terrible. Uh, no, he just he just doesn't look right. I, I, my, my, my thing with the Texans is this. I, I just I don't think they can beat the Colts and the Titans, especially with the way they're running game or their lack of a running game. Well, I think um, they had a good shot against the Titans. But if they, if they split with the Colts, then it's over. It's a wrap. Yeah. You have, I mean, you have to win out. Yeah, you got to win out. I think they got a great shot against the Titans. They know them. They played them hard. They got confidence. They know they blew that one in the end. Here's up. the thing. I, I, I mean, I, as it sits right now, would you be surprised if the Texans ran ran the table? Yes. You would I, be? I don't think they can sweep Indy. I think they can split with Indy, but I don't think they can sweep them. Yeah. That, yeah that's, that's it, right? Yeah. That's it. So that game, So for you, looking at this, looking at these remaining games, the one game that sticks out to you the most is that game at Indianapolis on December twentieth. Exactly. But if you can find a way to win that game, yeah, and I mean, it's, and at that point, you'd be seven and seven if you if you because that's four games. That's that that means you have won five in a row, and you're at seven and seven with two games left against the Bengals and the Titans. And. You've won the division before with nine and seven. <laughs> no, you absolutely have. Uh, not only that, but then, but at the same time, like we talked about, there's three wild cards this year. Yeah, you just want to get into one of. Them. And 
listen, the NFL's be- the NFL's a better place when Deshaun Watson. Now, I'll tell you what. You run the table with the Texans? Yeah. Oh, Deshaun Watson. As much as I and you know I'm a, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a touchdown Jesus guy, aka Pat Mahomes. If Deshaun Watson leads this team to a 9 and 7 record in the playoff, he's your MVP. Hands down. Hands freaking. I don't you don't care what anybody else does in the league. That's it. Don't care. And okay. I, and that's and that's even with my boy Mahomes. Because who's more? I mean, who would you? Well, Mahomes be more? is going to fall into like we said before. He's going to fall into the LeBron James category. Yeah, because he's. I mean, he's you he's can't already give a, it to him every year. No, you can't. And he's already at. Uh, I mean, his numbers are already right now are already fucking stupid. Yeah, they're ridiculous. Uh, right now, he's at Pat Mahomes on the season. He's completed sixty eight percent of his passes, three thousand yards, twenty seven touchdowns, two picks. No. Well, you know what? For his the Texans go. By the way, he's throwing uh, his quarterback rating, 114. Okay, this is the Texans show. We don't care about no Mahomes boy. Uh, what we're I'm doing just saying, is, even yeah, though even yeah, though those, yeah, are, yeah. those are that's, MVP, that's your guy. Uh, yes, those are yes. numbers. Just I think it. they're on your chin right there. Brush them to the side. Um, <laughs> uh, disgusting. But you know what? Thursday Texans game is going to be. You don't a tough dis- game. you don't agree with that though? That if he runs the table. He's the MVP? I don't think he gets it. You mean to tell me that if the Texans go 9-7 and seven and make a playoff spot and earn that seventh playoff spot, or six, whatever, who gives a fuck, get into the playoffs, and, and Deshaun stays healthy and, and is the reason for them making it? I mean, he's a candidate. He's high up there. He's high in the voting. You know, he's only thrown five picks this year. That's it. How many touchdowns? 20. That's that's a big number. That's a good. I mean, those are solid numbers, man. Yeah, twenty two hundred yards passing. No, twenty eight. He's at he damn twenty eight eighty three. Yeah. So he so basically he's at twenty nine hundred yards, twenty touchdowns, and five picks. Goes back to what you said four years ago. Deshaun Watson, Mahomes, going to be one A and one B. I'm telling you, we said that on uh, six ten way back when. And a sh- and and you know who he's got. This may tell you all you need to know right here. You know who is one of his biggest fans? Whom? Belichick. Okay, they asked Belichick uh, this pat last week before the game. They asked him, you know, does playing Lamar Jackson help you prepare for Deshaun Watson? His answer was no, because Deshaun Watson's a complete quarterback. Boom, that's huge. I mean, that's that's just Bill saying what we've all been trying to say. That's just Bill saying what it is. I mean, it, Lamar's a great quarterback. Yeah, no question about it. But he's not in the same category. He's got some limitations. He's got some huge limitations yeah. because the reality is this: you can. The knock on Lamar is make him throw to beat you. Yeah. Okay. And and he's shown that he's not necessarily he can not necessarily do that. Whereas with Deshaun, Sean can, there's no throw that Deshaun can't make. Yeah. Make him throw to beat you. He will. The thing we forget is Deshaun. Listen, Lamar's a runner first. All right. All right. Lamar is going. Lamar is more dangerous with the ball in his hands, running the ball, than he is throwing it. And that's okay. just the reality of it right now. Right. Okay. And that's not a knock on him because he's still a damn good quarterback, but he's just a uber dynamic runner. Okay. Deshaun Watson is a great thrower who's also a pretty damn good runner too when he exactly. needs to be. Exactly. Ask Devin McCourty about that. Exactly. All right, I mean, how many quarterbacks do you know trucking dudes to get into the end zone? And it wasn't like he fell over after he trucked him. 
He dropped his shoulder to get through him. That's exactly <laughs> and, right. And 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 walked, stepped yeah. over him into the end zone. That was one of the best plays I've seen uh, from any quarterback in a long, long time. Uh, last thing we'll get to, um, running running back wise, uh, we're trying to wait and see if our boy, um, if if David Johnson, it looks like he is going to be out once again. Um, just hold on one second. Hold on. Well, the Texans are going to have to find another running back. Um, I was a big uh, booster for your boy Duke, Duke for Duke Johnson, who I thought was explosive, hit the hole well. Like but Doo-Doo there Johnson. was nothing after that. I mean, he was just nothing happened afterwards, and he was more explosive hitting the hole. But he was the same guy going through the hole as David Johnson was, as slow as he entered and ran the ball. You have to find there's there's plenty of running backs out there that you can find. Um, you just got to give some guys a shot and see what happens. Um, Thursday night, Thursday morning is going to be a tough game for them because from what I remember of Detroit when I played there, my short stint there in Detroit, Thanksgiving Day was a big day. Big day, and you turned it around no matter what it was, how bad it was, you're going to win on Thanksgiving Day. You had to, right? It it, it, it It's – I mean, they play every Thanksgiving, Dallas and Detroit. For some reason in the NFL, those are your Thanksgiving day, yeah. no matter what, forever. And it's a it's like a hallmark for the when I was there. I don't know about now with well, Patricia. I was going to say, it's probably different now, though, just because of, uh, just of the, the Rona. But it's still going to be a big game, and uh, people are going to be excited to see it. And it's going to be a tough game for the Texans. And I think as tough as I'm saying it's going to be, they're still come out on top because um, Stafford is still questionable with a banged-up thumb. So they'll be probably playing against a backup quarterback who has some abilities to run the ball. But if the defense continues where they left off last week, this should be a win for the Texans. Uh, no, it absolutely should. Um, and who'd you say? You said the run, the the backup was. Did I say Chandler. No, 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 that's the guy you always made sure oh. got to the game. <laughs> um, yeah, your boy Chase. Chase, okay. Chase Daniel. Uh, Chase Daniel, maybe one of the J- Chase Daniel's going to go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. For making as much money as he did for not doing shit. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Hey, somebody's got to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's good work if you can find it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, Chase Daniel has made a career out of being a backup. Yeah. Like, he jumps around. I mean, literally, he goes to a new team every single year and gets paid 4 or $5 million to do it. Yeah, he's probably mad now. Man, I thought he was going to make it through the Seriously. <laughs> now, he, he hedged his bet a little bit when he, took, when, he, when he took this job in Detroit. Right. But you know what? He was probably hedging his bet because he said, all right, I do need to, sh- you know, show them something. I need it, you know, because I-, I feel like I got a good three, four years left, but I need to let these cats know. Remember me. I got to, I got to get in the eyesight. But fuck, Matt Schaub's been, Matt Schaub's still on rosters. Schaub though. Yeah, but remember, this is the guy that you know, it feels like a decade ago was throwing pick sixes every other week. <laughs> but still, still there, still making loop, still making loop. We ain't mad at him. Um, Going to be somebody's quarterback you, coach soon. Do you make much out of the fact that Laramie Tunsil was out this past week? 
and Roderick Johnson stepped in, and this was the first time all season that Deshaun Watson was not sacked. Yeah, I make a lot out of that. Real quick, 45 seconds, why? Communication and offensive line. With a guy that doesn't play much? Uh, that's even more important because they want to protect that guy. Yeah. Offensive lines are tight, supposed to be tight. Yeah. Somebody that's in that doesn't play much, they're going to make sure he knows where to go. And by doing that, they're letting everybody else know where each and every one of them does. With Tunsil, I can see it where he's big dog on the chair. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to get him to, hey, man, we're going to slide this way. Oh, he's going to do what he does because he's learning Tunsil. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I just feel like on this situation, they did all they could to help and protect that the new guy. And They worked together. By doing that, they work together. Interesting. There you go. Interesting. Uh, last thing, the fact that they're – and you already talked about Duke Johnson being Doo-Doo Johnson. Right. Um, do you make – is that more of a – it, it's probably a chicken or the egg argument. Is that more the running back not being that great or the offensive line just not being very good at run blocking? Uh, maybe a little bit of both. But Duke Johnson did not look good. Duke Johnson. I'm, I'm putting on Duke Johnson. He just – he and, you know, you and I watched that game. There were a couple times where I felt like he could have cut back and, and he just he just looks tentative back there. He just, he's, just, right. he's not a decisive runner, and they just don't have that this year. And whoever decides to come in next year uh, is going to have to make some wholesale changes uh, in that back. Backfield. All right, you and I are both uh, of the belief that we think the Houston Texans are going to come out victorious on Thursday, correct? Yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about right there. Uh, don't forget, check out the Believe in Texans podcast. You can find it at the Believe Podcast Network. And, of course, it's available on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcast. Don't forget, you can catch us on iTunes, excuse me, uh, on Twitter and the IG, boys and girls. He's at Henry Thomas NFL. I'm at the Freddie D. Henry Thomas, fantastic show by from you as always. Real quick, number one side on Thanksgiving Day is dressing. Dressing. Yeah, not stuffing. Yeah, dressing. Dressing with the gravy. Mm. Yeah, I'm not a gravy guy. Yeah, not not stuffing. You need you need turkey or ham. Ham. Okay. I'll eat, I'll eat the hand. So you do I, dig on swine. Oh, man, do I? There you go. Rooted to the tutor. <laughs> we don't leave go. nothing to rest. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is the one, the only Henry Thomas, and I am still that dude, Freddie D. H-Town in America. You know we love you. Peace. I don't tip, I pay bills. Bitches call me Buffalo. Her stomach and her ass out. I'm flyer than the ones they pass out. If- <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.